Hello and welcome to 251, two pianists, five minutes, one subject. And today we're going to be talking about the bass clef, the London Jazz Club and its related club, the tenor clef. My name's Simon Whiteside. And my name's Nick Tomlin. So the bass clef jazz club was founded by the legendary British bass player Peter Ind in 1984. Uh, Peter Ind um, had famously studied with Lenny Tristano and was in America in the 1940s, 50s. Um, and uh, yeah, returned to the UK um, later in his career. Um, and in 1981, he um, created a record label called Wave, um, which I think was really just to release um, recordings, bootleg recordings that he'd made um, over the years. Um, and it had a recording studio at 35 Coronet Street, which is just sort of on Hoxton Square. Um, and a couple of years later, he decided to turn the building's basement into a jazz club, which became the, the Bass Clef. Um, so the club hosted performances by sort of established British musicians, people like Johnny Dankworth, um, but then also the kind of up and coming young British musicians, Courtney Pine played there, but also American musicians, uh, Branford Marsalis played there. Um, and what's kind of interesting is that the club's formation really coincided with the kind of 80s jazz revival. Um, and on Monday nights, the DJ Norman Jay hosted what was called the original Rare Groove Show when he played kind of acid jazz um, and it was more of a kind of club night I think dancers went there and um, so it kind of tapped into that that sort of uh, the you know the 80s jazz scene really um, and the popularity of the club led to in opening the the adjacent tenor clef um, which was I think yeah in the same building um, with the aim of putting jazz on seven nights a week um, and artists featuring there included some big American names like George Coleman, um, Benny Bailey, the trumpet player with the young Benny Green on piano, James Williams, Steve Kuhn, Roland Hanna, Howard Alden, Sheila Jordan, so as well as British players um, as well. So quite quite a, uh, you know, um, some, some big names played there. And I think someone you said you, you did actually, I never actually went to the tenor clef. I, I was at the Guildhall, I think, when it closed. I remember when it closed, but I never actually went. But you said you, you did attend it, you think? Yeah, I definitely went to a gig there. And I, all I can really remember is that it, it had John Stevens, the jazz, the kind of slightly yeah. free jazz drummer. Mm -hmm. but, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have been going to a, a free jazz type gig. Mm. Um, I might have known someone playing in it. I can't remember particularly. Mm. But uh, I can remember the place uh, was fairly intimate. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't as big as yeah, it wasn't as big as Ronnie Scott's, no, um, no. and fairly, you know, sp not lavish, should we say? Mm. So it was fairly pedestrian, but the the, the jazz was good. Mm. Um, certainly, the people playing there were were very good. So would Peter and it might have been on bass? Do you, yeah, do you it remember? could have been on bass. I I have to say I can't remember. I mean, I, I do remember he was there mm. because you know he kind of looked looks like a sort of the jazz wizard yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> massive yeah. almost like a some sort of druid the jazz <laughs> someone in fact someone used to call him the jazz druid <laughs> i think it was andy williams who used to call him the jazz druid uh but yeah i can't remember i'm afraid i can't remember what the gig was mm. well unfortunately uh, so you went well, that would have been early 90s yeah i moved to london in 1990 so it was obviously before it closed in 94 yeah so i mean it didn't really have very much longer left unfortunately um it was badly hit by the, the, the kind of, there was a recession in the early 90s and which kind of hit the club. Um, went into receivership in 94. Um, and in April of that year, the customs and excise basically just stripped the club of its assets to cover an unpaid VAT bill. Apparently they owed something like 100,000 in unpaid v VAT or something. So anyway, it was a, it was a pretty um, sad end really. Um, but although it was bought by um, 
Acid Jazz Records, and it and I think it turned eventually turned into what became known as the Blue Note Club, which was much more of a kind of uh, dance club, I think, but you know, uh, sort of run run by Acid Jazz Records. Mm. Um, so at least it sort of continued as a as a as a music venue. Um, and I think the building's still there today. Uh, you know, it's just a kind of well, I don't know what. It's just like an empty warehouse now, I think. Or, or empty. Well, that, I mean, that area is very popular now. Yes, Hoxton yes, Square yes, sort of area is very. Yeah, it would have been developed now. definitely yes. into yeah. some uh, hipster coffee yeah, bar. Yeah, I think back then it was quite rough, wasn't it? And it was uh, quite rough yeah, in those yeah. days. Yeah. Anyway, so that was the the bass clef and the tenor clef. So goodbye from me, Nick Tomlin. And from me, Simon Whiteside. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.